Speaking of a dick joke. Oh, God. <laughs> this isn't even a joke. But the guy I work with, he went and saw a band, right? I'm not going to name the opening band because it's, it's foul. But the but the, the band he went to see. But the opening band, the name of the band was Dick Delicious and the Tasty <laughs> Testicles. <laughs> Was the music any good? You know, it's it's punk rock stuff. You know, it's you know, but they instead of selling shirts, they sold a semen rag. Oh my no. god! Oh no! <laughs> yes. Oh, mm. dick delicious and the tasty testicles. So, mm. any of you all have ever heard their music? I apologize. I hope a groupie named that band. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Bikers Podcast, presented by Nifty Shades, the clear choice for custom windshields and bearings for your motorcycle. And wild-ass seats stay in the saddle longer and in total comfort no matter your butt or budget. Are you following the Five Dirty Bikers on social media? Find us on Facebook and look us up on Instagram and TikTok at Five Dirty Bikers. Did you guys see all the new features in iOS that, 16 that was released this week that we can't take advantage of? Because oh, we yeah. have an Android alien in our chat. You realize that it's Apple that actually blocks it so that it can't communicate uh, with Android? You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> she she doesn't know because she can't get the text messages. When does this iOS 16 come out? It's already out, bro. Oh, and yeah? it's nice. Do, it's super do nice. I to, do I have to go into my phone and tell it to do something? You like just download? click software update. It's a real, real trouble. Oh, it's you real, know it's a funny? Lot of trouble. Android automatically updates for you, so you yeah. don't have to go in and check. And you can do that It'll on iOS, you. too, but the smart people don't have that setting turned on because it software is software. You. It notifies you, and it says, hey, we have an, we have an update. Would you oh, like iOS to will do update that too. this? So Ryan just doesn't have it set up, I guess. Don't do the auto Jeez. updates, though. <sighs> you don't need to be angry, Brittany. Yeah. Hey, Why you're are you so angry. You, you know, you go, you go to the Android wedding. Again. She had a. You go you to know, the wedding and you come back just hostile. If she like, didn't get enough pegging over the weekend, apparently. Yeah, hey, I was not hostile until you guys started. It's saying like what? That it's, Android it's, is terrible. It's six days after your wedding, and you already have an attitude. <laughs> I right? mean. That went downhill very quickly. <laughs> it's only you guys that I have an attitude with. I see. Oh, oh, oh so we're the select few. Thank you very little. <laughs> aren't, aren't we lucky? Thank you very little. Oh, hey, listen, before we get started, I, I, uh, I need to make a public apology um, over something that, was, something that was said uh, on the, the uh, episode last week. Oh, okay. When we were talking about weddings and and wedding locations, um, oh, so we got to make sure this is an edit because I promised I would publicly apologize. Uh, I, I my uh, wife, Miss Percy, was listening to the episode Monday and opened up the door to my office and said, "Hey, you forgot the wedding in London." So that was true. I, you know, said I didn't have anything to you contribute. Bastard. But um, <laughs> I, I did. We, we, we did do a wedding uh, in London. So technically that was 
longer than Puerto Rico. Uh, and it was our son's wedding that I forgot. And, mm. and oh. I officiated oh. the wedding. that oh. so <laughs> <laughs> It was your child and you're the officiant and yeah. you forgot it. So I, I just want to, you know, publicly say um, <clears throat> I made a mistake. So I mark your calendar because that doesn't happen very often. And I <laughs> and I apologize for that that error um, to both my 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 wife and our son and daughter in law and little grandchildren right. that have come after the wedding. All right, there so, you go. There you go. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. If you didn't just hear, Percy just apologized for making a mistake that doesn't happen very often. Doesn't happen very often. We are four again today. Dustin was not will not be with us. He has a He's got prior the squirts. engagement. Well, it could be that, too. I'm just going to say prior <laughs> engagement because I don't want to comment on how much he does or doesn't squirt. So, you He's know, got the screaming memes. The screaming memes. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't say that kind of thing because we. That's actually the nickname of our our youngest daughter is Mimi. So. Screaming Mimi. That's your well, daughter's. She nickname? screams plenty, but just uh, yeah. just Mimi. So you eat enough jalapenos, and you'll know all about it. Uh, that's true. Did uh, that's true. did did Dustin eat the the poutine? Is is that what happened? No, no, no. I think I think Dustin has a work a work engagement this evening. He works. He does. Yeah. Oh well. Poutine. Poutine. Yeah. Hey, so you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. Did it hurt? D- thinking or, or? Yeah, thinking. Did it hurt? Well, I wasn't on the toilet, so it wasn't hurting. Um, in, in the wake of Harley introducing their second, uh, quote-unquote, icon motorcycle, I was thinking about whether or not these bikes are actually worth the money. Um, it's an interesting, it was an interesting thing that hit me because I have my own feelings about it, but I wanted to get your guys' hot take on, on the icons now that they actually did release the second one, which I was actually worried there for a while that we were going to get the one icon and that was all they were going to do. Well, so, you know, I saw it, I don't know what it, it was, Instagram or somewhere I saw somebody, some dealership had the El Diablo and they had it listed as 3199. So $32,000 they wanted for that motorcycle. Yep. That's a $10,000 premium over the ST. It's 10000 over the ST? Yeah, because isn't the ST like 22 or 21? I think, uh, it's, it's, a, gotta, I think it's 22 something, isn't it? It's got to be at least 22. I was yeah, so I mean, it's, you know, that's a $10,000 premium for paint and a speaker. Right. In so, a limited number. So this is yeah. this is my take on, on these uh, on these icon motorcycles. Okay, so the first one that we had released was you know we've dubbed it I guess the Elvis bike, right? The Elvis it's bike, that, that uh, the, the blue much. the blue and white uh, uh, electric glide something or other. And my contention, and I would say this about the El Diablo too, is that both of these are parts bin paint bikes, right? There is nothing unique about either one of these motorcycles that they couldn't just go to their factories and and put together and put out. I mean, especially this one that they just put out. This this uh, uh, El Diablo is just an ST, fu- just a fully loaded ST. It's got the Harman Carbon stereo and a different paint job. But essentially, there's nothing about it that is different from a gray or a black ST with the Harman Carbon stereo 
and a fancy paint job. I mean, that's all it is. Well, I think that's the difference between the two, the first one and this one. This one really is a, a prefab cookie cutter, right? I mean, it's it's right. It's throw the speaker in, do the paint. That's all I see. The, right. The, and the first one was a lot more than that. Well, I, I, I would say that, but okay. So I agree with you in the sense that they didn't have a bike that looked like that when they put it out, but nothing on that bike was new. It was all parts bins. They already that, had the saddlebags. They already that's had true, the, but it wasn't the as fairing cutter as this, this ST. I, I absolutely agree. So this is, this is my contention, right? I, I personally don't think that either one of them is worth the money. And I think that ST is a badass motorcycle. But I don't so, think they're worth the premium that Harley's charging for them. What I would like to see, what I would have liked to have seen on both of those motorcycles, is if they would have done something to those bikes that would have been only available on those motorcycles. There is. There's a number on it. Oh well, I, I give me a <laughs> give me a paint pen and I can fix that. <laughs> but I, so I don't with know. the with the icon line, is that the whole appeal to it? Is that it is supposed to be truly unique from whatever else is? It's out? supposed to be a throwback, a a, a new generation throwback, kind of like yep. the Camaro. You know what I mean? And uh, they're taking an old bike, but they're using a new bike in. I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Well, we've seen this well, in the car. Modern, right? It's a modernized throwback. Yeah, right. it's a modernized. Listen a to Percy with bike. his vernacular. Right. <laughs> I was right. lost. I mean, that's that's exactly it. But what I would, what to me, if you're going to charge a premium, what I would like to have seen is some part, some something on that bike that wasn't a paint on paint by number numbering paint. system so that made it unique, something that you could only get on that bike. What's the actual price? The retail price that Harley is charging for it. I think it's supposed to be around twenty-seven. So they're charging an extra what five G's? I thought it yeah. was an extra six. Okay, so so an extra six G's. The only person here that I know that has custom paint is Percy. Does it cost that much? The the depends the paint, on the paint, right? It, yeah, a, yeah. On a on a bet. Well, so I I would contend on a on a soft tail. No. Um, no, not even with the big ass fairing. That's not a big ass fairing, dude. I mean, my 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 fairing. I got I had that Memphis Shades custom painted for three fifty on my yeah, fat bob. That's what it cost cost me to you have know, mine done. I, I would say on a soft tail. No, I don't. I don't think. Uh, you don't think it's five five grand worth of paint? I, I think you could probably do a, a a decent paint custom paint on a soft tail for about three. Okay. So I did when we talked about this. A little bit. What was it like a week ago? I did reach out to. You were at a um, wedding a Jace week ago. Yeah. With a uh, fast she life was trying garage. To get a wedding gift. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. It was. It was. <laughs> that was not what was happening. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so I reached out to Jace with Fast Life Garage because I truly did not know like what his paint jobs run, um, and he said like for him to do a paint job. Baggers usually start at 8K and Dinas usually start around 4. But so that's for a the super lowrider high end ST, thing, well, that's, that's a super what I'm. High end deal. That's that's why I'm bringing this up though, because that's a starting price for the type of paint that Jace does, which is very detailed, as we've all seen. Like, I mean, there's you're going all out with your paint job. Starting. That's a starting price, right? He's not starting talking price. about a highly complicated. That's where, he's saying 
That's you know, just the tip. Yeah, exactly. Yes. If you if you want him to go balls deep, it's probably more like ten grand for a yeah. bed. Now, I'm not saying that everyone's going to charge the same price for paint because you're right. You know, there's different levels of painters out there. We all know that Jace does amazing work, and he's been doing it for a long time. So his prices, I'm sure, are very much worth it. But I guess so, I just wanted to put that out there because that's a starting price, 4K. So I can understand. Harley charging more for a special paint color. But I'm kind of with you where, like, why isn't there anything else different? Well, on the so two, two points on this while you were talking. I, I looked it up. So, because if we're going to talk about something, we should have the information, right? No, so the, come on. So, I looked up the price too. So the starting, <laughs> the starting price is 28. Yeah. Okay. Right, that's the starting price. And then the one thing that I did, did not think about with the paint is uh, you've got those silly clamshell bags right yeah. so that's going to add a little bit more so maybe you're talking i don't know three thousand thirty five hundred but it's not just a flat paint color i mean they do but have it's detailed not, stuff yeah added but it's, to it. it's not so i mean but the it's thing is, is i agree they, it's not that much do they do anything special for the cvos besides paint? cvos have have yeah well oh, so yeah. the cvos are every option available they have a uh, hyped up, you know, hopped up motor. Self-locking bags. Self-locking bags, yep. They have um, the upgraded, harp, you know, up, whatever their, their top-of-the-line stereo system that they put in there, the top-of-the-line nav system. They have... So it's, uh, it's, it's fucking exhaust. Yeah, yeah, the CVO, yeah the, and the CVO typically has some bolt-on bobble parts that are not their stock... You know, they usually have different floorboards. They have different hand grips. They have, you know, different foot, pad, foot pads nozzles. or, you know. So there's some different foot parts pegs. on a CVO. What's that? Pegging. Did you Pe say yeah. something about pegging? So, well, I said it earlier. She just ignored <laughs> me. <laughs> so, you know, they, they add more more. They add more custom accoutrements to the, to the CVOs, so, right? So the question is, is do you think that the limited number, the 1,500 – they make does it generate that type of price i mean it, when you go to sell this bike down the road is that limited number going to make a difference than if you just had a, mm. an st well let me well i i i don't know if it if it would or if it would or it wouldn't right because does it is it going to matter to somebody whether the bike has been ridden and has miles on it, whether or not, you know what I mean, or all of those things? Is that going to devalue the bike or, or not? Because I can tell you that right now a stock FXRT like I have, in the last six months, those bikes have doubled in price. Now, whether or not that's related to just the, 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 the market right now or what Harley's doing or whatever – why they've doubled in price. Part of the reason is, is that they're not making those bikes or the parts on those bikes anymore. So what's out there is out there. And, and that's part of the reason why those bikes have gone up in price. And ST right now, even if you had the Diablo and you, and you totaled it, you could get all that shit replaced because they have it all. Or at least do like a replica. Like you could pay someone to do that paint again if you didn't buy it from Harley, right? R right. So... I, I I guess my thing is is that I don't feel like these icons, other than they're a modern throwback. You're saying they're a fucking. Let's just 
I, pull I off do. This, I think they take are. Take the lipstick I, off and just say yeah. it's a fucking. It is. It is. I don't. I don't like. I. I don't like the idea that they've gouged. That they've gouged the consumer for a bike that is essentially just numbered. Like I said, let's go get a paint pen and number all of our bikes tomorrow and see if we can get yeah, more for but, them. Dude, I, I, to be truthful, you're way overthinking this, <laughs> right? I mean, you're way overthinking this. This is like this is a standard marketing 101 deal, right? You want to increase sales. You want to make a little money. You modify something you have, you put it out as a special edition because you're going to have X number of the population is going to go, oh, dude, I got to fucking have that because it's better than the other. Right. And I mean, that's that's all this stuff is. It's, okay. It looks like people you know? are buying the fuckers. And I mean, it's just like the original it. one, the first icon. I mean, I never saw one on a showroom floor. I guess we talked about this last week. I guess a couple of you all did, but I, I didn't. Uh I don't know. There's a there's another vlogger that Volts and I know that had, he bought one. Um, so I, I actually know somebody that has that one. But he bought the Diablo or the no 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 the, 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 the lemonade the last cool year. refreshing drink. Yeah. Well, someone someone in our Discord bought the Diablo actually. Yeah, someone yeah. did. Oh shit. Yeah. So I mean, again, I it, I yep. don't I don't think it's I don't think it's anything over the top. I don't think they're trying to take advantage. Is this is just standard marketing 101? How do you sell more shit? Right. You put change, a number on change it. Change the color, paint put a number job. on it, and then play the play the psychology game because there's a percentage of people that are going to jump. You know, you I'll, know. I'll tell you what. We're, we're sitting here talking about these icon things. One, the bike, the the Nightster that was released. I don't hear a lot of chatter about that, and I thought yeah, that was that, a badass. That bike. dropped off pretty quick. Yeah, it, it dropped really off did. the map pretty quick. Yeah. And I don't know I, why, because it's far superior bike. Over well, the I will say about the Diablo, though, I like the way that bike looks. It's a bad motherfucker. Oh, I, I, I I'm like not questioning that at all. You know, it's, if I had a, if I had a choice between if I was going to buy a lowrider ST, and I had a choice between the gray, which I really like, the battleship gray, don't like the black black, uh, or the Diablo, I I would probably spring for the extra to get the Diablo just because that appeals to me more than the. The gray, and I wouldn't want it's to go through the time of doing all those modifications myself to change the gray one. I would, I would really, I, I really want to see what they do with this ST in future versions in the next couple of years. What they do with the different standard paint colors, right? Because Harley typically is do, been doing that. Is they're either adding and or changing a standard paint color? I'll I mean, I know the, what they're going to have is a black one. Well, there's. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. There's, There's always going to be a black one, but I, I think it would be. I, I think it'll be. It'll be kind of cool to see what they do with that bike over the next couple of years because I think right now single color bikes are are still very popular. I think they have a really cool look to it. I think that that bike would look super dope all white. I think that would be a a, a cool color scheme. But you know Harley though they're always. They're, I'm not going to say they're always late, but they're always a little bit late to the party. You know what I mean? Just like the ST. The ST would have been hot, like, cutting edge two years ago, two or three years ago. I mean, they right. got there, but they're always a little late. Yep. So I wonder, you know, catching on to some of the the hot rod paint schemes that's going on right now. I mean, I wonder if they're going to try you know, to uh, well, get on I, that and I will bandwagon give them, or not. I will give them this. When they put the ST out, 
I think they were late to the party because they legitimately made a new part for that bike. That fairing is a hundred percent brand new redesigned part. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a throwback to the old fairing. It's a brand new, it's not a shark nose. It's not a, you know, it's not the bat wing. It's a brand new fairing that they had to do R and D on. So I give them that when they did the ST, I mean, that is a brand new, brand new part, brand new fairing. So that was probably two years. That was probably two years on the fairing. It could, it could be two years on that R and D on that fairing. So being late to the party and that I get it because they have a brand new part. So, you know, that's, that's fine as far as I'm concerned, but I, I just, I guess I, I was just thinking about that, you know, on the shitter. That I, that I thought maybe these maybe these where icons we do our best thinking. It is what we do with these our best <laughs> yeah. thinking. I think that maybe these icons are are just a bit. And, and I and I get how you say I'm overthinking it, right? Because we have said in just you know I don't know three four podcasts ago, Tony and I have said it that we think the last two three years for Harley have been banner years that they're they're knocking some yeah. shit out of the park, right? Yeah, I mean I they have hit some home runs well, with answered, redesign and some things that they've been putting out. They've answered everybody's bitch. Yeah, you know what I absolutely. Mean? Uh, everybody's bitching about, you know, electronics, ride modes, you know, water-cooled motors, faster motors, horsepower, speed. They answered all of it. You know what I mean? But for some reason, it's still not enough. Right. Well, I think once, the, <laughs> you know once I mean? the, you know, we have a little more recovery on the supply chain side, right? And the, the new, new bikes, the real new bikes, they're able to get those out consistently in numbers. I think that's when we're going to see the real the real leap forward yeah you know it's just, I, I just it's, can't it's believe just the hard right now it's hard right now when you're depending on technology and, and parts the way like harley or a lot of these companies do i mean hell we we ran into a spot like eight months ago where there was almost no synthetic badge stock for events available in the u.s for anybody hmm. right i mean no that's synthetic one little, what uh badge stock for event oh. name badges Right. I mean, we were having to get cut special deals to get stuff manufactured and shipped in time for us. And and it was it was a it was a problem across the U.S. That was something simple. I can't imagine what you know, companies like Harley or automotive dealers and everybody. No, but with. I mean, I'm going back to this nicer thing because it's got my ass chapped. <laughs> I mean, have you have you not? There's no videos or anything. No of people modding these yeah, or doing anything that. to them. Yeah, you know? no, not even out there buying traffic. them. No, because like, you know, with like the lowrider or any of the Harleys, really, you can search and there's people fucking modding these things all over YouTube. I haven't seen shit with anybody doing anything in the Nightster. No, it, you know, and I, and I wonder if when Harley kind of, uh, you know, essentially eliminated most of the small biker sportster line, I think it, I think so many people had moved away from those smaller bikes and those smaller displacements. I'll tell you what, I, when I was at um, uh, King of the Baggers race, and I sat on one of those nightsters. I'm telling you what, it, it felt like I was I was sitting on a bicycle compared to sitting on a bigger bike. When yeah, you're no, used to, small. when you're used to like a, a touring's the touring platform, and you go sit on one of those smaller bikes, is, I mean, Percy said it when when we were at FDBM this summer, and I sat on your bike. I looked like a girl of fucking a football. Yep. And I noticed and it now honestly, with my Sportster. Yeah, you, your your bike is not small, Tony. I mean, it's got a bigger motor in it than my bike does. No, it's a big fucking motor. It's all relative. It's like what I remember when I sold my Sporty and bought that Slim. When I first got on that thing, I was like, this fucking bike is huge. You know what I right. mean? 
And then within months, you're like, yeah, this spike isn't big at all. You know what I right. mean? It, it, you right. get, you just get used to the size. And you, you, well, you, you get used to the size until the, the environment you're riding in changes. I mean, when I, when I got to Montreal last week, I, I don't know how many times I thought, God damn, I wish I had my fat bob. So, you know, because, you know, you're riding around town and, and uh, on a big 850-pound touring bike that's getting so hot like a mother. Let me ask you this, because I don't have any experience on a touring bike. Can a soft tail tour just as well as a touring platform? A no? soft a soft tail can tour. I, I proved that with a fat bob. Yeah. Right? I mean, I went, went across the country um, n- not as comfortably as... If I took this road glide on that same route right now, I could probably shave a day What's and a half, two days off the route, and I would be super fresh and smelling good and comfortable. So, what is there. is it? The seating yeah, position the is it the ride or what? What is it? Ryan, jump in here too. But I, you know, part of it is uh, just the rider triangle and the comfort level of the ride, right? Of of the bike, the wind management is probably the biggest thing, right? I mean. This road glide fairing on my bike, dude, I, I, you don't feel shit. That makes me smile so much inside because you guys give me so much shit for not wanting to have buffeting on my head when I travel down the interstate. Wait a minute, don't, don't, don't take that leap because I'm still going to give you shit because, (laughs) you know, when I, when when I rode the, the fat Bob, I mean, I had 20 something, I forgot now, is it 25,000 miles on that bike? that I'd ridden all over the place on that bike and uh, with my head sticking up, you know, I had the Memphis shades, which was an amazing fairing, but you're still going to catch a crap ton of wind. And Ryan, you've got a Memphis shades on, on yours. I mean, what would you agree or disagree, Ryan? Yeah. So I I would, I, I, this is what I would say Uh, when Dave was talking about uh, wind management. um, One of the things I feel like is a, one of the biggest differences is, is that, um, Wind management in relation to if you're riding on a super windy day, a heavier bike is going to be big better for you because you're not going to get thrown all over the road, right? I mean, I ride with myself and Bob have touring style bikes and both Kenny and Nick have uh, soft tails, you know, and, and they're heavily modded soft tails. But when we have a crosswind and uh, we pass a semi going 80 miles an hour, those guys will get blown across a whole lane. Now I will get blown across too, but not nearly as much or as far as they will because my bike is just heavier. And so it it manages that wind a little bit better. And, and you may or may not ever experience this, Brittany, but um, your, if you really want to know the difference, you know, you went on your, your uh, tour when you guys went to what the tail of the dragon and stuff was that last summer. That you did yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you did that on your Sportster, right? Do that same trip on your Sport Glide and come back and talk about it. I guarantee you that your trip, your, your experience is going to be better on your Sport Glide because you have a bigger bike. It's the higher displacement. It's more powerful. It's a heavier bike, so it manages all of these things better. I mean, you really don't know the difference of what that's like until you spend like Dave and I have done six days, seven days on the road, riding your bike every single day. When, when, if you have to go to the store, you have to go to your bike. If you have to doing everything on your motorcycle for over those, over a period of time like that, that really lets you know 
what your bike is good at, what it's not good at, what your comfort level is, what it's not. I mean, this trip I have coming up, uh, going to uh, Hogs and Frogs and coming down to see Tony and doing the work on my bike, it's going to be epic. I'm going to have, I'm going to be on my bike for seven straight days, Tuesday to a Tuesday, riding my bike every single day. Every day that on that trip, I will have ridden you my motorcycle. You get some hemorrhoid cream. And you, you're, and not, so you're not kidding. The difference in that, and I'll, I'll go back to the to, to going to down to see you, Tony, down in Louisville. Six hundred and change from my door down to yours. Yeah. Um, I've done that trip in one day several times on the Fat Bob, and now several times on the Road Glide. The difference between the two, and they and it, they both take me the same amount of time, right, to get from point A to point B. The difference between the two is when I would come down on the Fat Bob, um, I I was feeling pain when I got off. Well, right. I mean, so what I'm asking is, like, if you had different handlebars, though, like, because on your road glide, you're you're upright. It wasn't. It's not just the the handlebars, though. It's not because it's with like on the soft tail, and it may be different, like on the uh, the heritage. You have to talk to Kenny, but you're you're in the ride on or on the ride, right? And and with the soft tail, and you're you're engaged, and you've again the wind management. Right, if it's windy, yeah, or you're no, doing 85 yeah. or whatever. You're in a more aggressive posture, right, against that wind, um, and that's the big difference. And, you know, I do that right now. I get off the road glide, and I I feel great. Because you're, you're not you're not fighting go another the wind two at all. hours. Yeah, you're. It's just There's totally no relaxed. Fight. Yeah, because I mean, it's, even with my Memphis shades, I don't get the I, I get it all from underneath. I get a shit ton of wind that comes up from underneath. Yeah that that's really turbulent you know what i mean and i mean it's 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 you know you gotta well, contend with it it's i the, can't believe i'm gonna say this but the more i look at it i haven't ridden one but the more i look at it and the more i hear people talk about it on videos i think that that um lowrider st is probably the perfect compromise bike maybe well see that that's kind of where i was going so i mean harley is uh is touting this as a what a, a light crew or light touring bike sport touring yeah. sport touring yeah. so i mean could you get on that bike and and do what you do and i mean without knowing without riding i just wonder if it would perform just as well as one of the touring models i don't think it perform as well as my road glide but i could get on that bike and go the only thing i don't like about that there's two things i don't like about that that um whatever version of the el diablo uh i don't like the bags I do not like clamshell bags. They're just, they're nowhere near as good or efficient as a, a top loading bag. And I'd have to have forward controls. Hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and I, and I could ride that. I could get on that bike tomorrow. And I, I think I could ride straight to the West coast. Yeah. I, I agree. My, my, my desire to change the things. Cause I've sat on it and, uh, we were in a place where, um, <laughs> where you could, uh, you could, I think, I, I don't remember if Kenny or Nick or somebody held onto the front of the bike so I could put both feet up. Okay. And, uh, the controls are more mid controls. And so for me, my knees were obviously a lot higher, but for me, I would need taller risers. Yeah. Um, the bars were fine. Like they kept, cause they already have kind of moto style bars on there, but I would need taller risers. So I'm sitting straight upright and a different seat. And if I had those two things, I could ride that bike across the country right now. Um, the, the, the solo seat on there is not my jam. 
I would want I would want a, a full size seat. I probably also would put Advan Black's already making a tour pack, you know, Razor tour pack setup for that bike that you can put it on there. I would want to put that on there just because I I'm a terrible overpacker, so I would need more more room to carry stuff. But as you far as the rest you of it goes, use your Rick Rack. Uh, no, no, no. I uh, um, I, I I use I I I don't actually don't even use it now anymore. I have the system, but um, now that I have the King Tour Pack and the um, Razor, I, I don't I don't use that anymore. But um, that uh, that bike is probably the perfect setup. And and the other part that I was thinking about it too is, um, and please don't take this offense to either Tony or Percy. What 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 are they going to put Android on it? No. Um, <laughs> I think it would be a good compromise as you got older if a big, heavy touring bike got to be too much. But you were still, uh, hey, you still had the stamina to ride across the country, but dude, the big no, bike was too too heavy for you. No that bike would taken. be perfect. No offense taken. Even- and, and that was, I mean, that was running through my head while I was in Montreal stuck in traffic in the city. Right. I mean, I, again, I think, you know, the lighter bike and, you know, once you get to where you're going. Yeah. Um, you know that that low rider ST is probably a better fit. Do, do you find do you find the road glide hard to manage? I don't. Uh, other than I don't want to say it's hard to manage, but it's just unnecessarily more difficult when you're in an urban area. Yeah. You know, and you're going slow. You know, and, and you got to deal with potholes. It's a thousand pound bike, isn't it, or close it's to eight eight fifty? So nine hundred. Before you put anything on it, yeah. So, so it's yeah, probably it's closer to nine fifty. When you're loaded. When you're loaded, yeah. So literally a half a ton, pretty much. A little less than a half yeah. a ton. It's a, I mean, it's a lot of weight um, and big, you know, compared to yeah. like a... No, like I sat on the Road Glide ST and I was just in the dealership and I was like, fuck, this is a big motorcycle. Yeah, but you don't feel it when you're going. I mean, it doesn't... Well, no, no, of yeah, course you yeah. don't. It's, it's only when you're down like below 15 miles an hour or whatever you start and what 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 really gets me is is and i'm and i'm sure it would be like this with your bike too tony because it's got a got a bigger motor in it but on the touring platform when you load those bikes down and you get out on the open road they don't feel like they're completely loaded down you're just you're just going and so if i'm on the you know if, if i'm on the the interstate or the freeway and i'm go weaving in and out of traffic and my bike is totally loaded down with all my bags full and my my bag on the back and everything that i have with me and i'm all geared up going going down the interstate i don't feel a thing it feels just like my bike would any other time well, that's and that's kind Harley of the, puts the power yeah you know exactly I mean? yeah. and it's kind of the beauty of that motorcycle because like when you guys were saying you know, when we were in Missouri and I shot out onto the interstate, um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't really trying to. Do oh, any come big on. You, had, you were ringing that motherfucker <laughs> out like a rag, dude. <laughs> Show it Ring. Off, I mean, you were fucking low. <laughs> but you but you know when it does feel different, though, because I, I, I packed heavy on this last trip because I was working and of course I had to take the podcast gear and stuff up. Um, when I got that bike unloaded after riding 660 miles fully loaded with all that gear dude that bike felt light as shit right yeah i was gonna you know? say jared like we actually just went and bought a whole case of wine with the with the motorcycles and he put all the bottles in his saddlebags and he was like this why in the world would heavier. you take the motorcycles to get a case of wine 
Because it's a nice day, and we wanted to ride our motorcycles. And that'd go be like, to you know what? I'm going to go jerk off in a canoe. You were, you were one that doesn't walk away from shattering those wine bottles all in his bags, man. We wrapped them all up so that they wouldn't clink together. And, and who goes and buys a case of wine at a time, alcoholic? Uh, I mean, I don't have any words for that. Well, I mean, I Trader can tell Joe's you had I'm not two buck chuck on sale by the case, dude. Yeah, yeah. They got, yeah they it got actually. It's for like what dollar fifty. It's cheaper if you buy them in a case, but right, you, a, you you can you can go buy a pack of cigarettes, or you can go buy two cartons and just call yourself lung cancer. I mean, yeah. whatever you, you know. whatever you like. <laughs> the irony is, I don't actually drink that much, but this guy has amazing, amazing wine. So, so are you are you trying to say that Jared drinks all that wine? Either that, or you save it for twenty years, and it might be worth a dollar more. Damn, if I got pegged, well, the last I'd be time we bought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no wonder, no wonder why, no wonder why Britney's strapping one on. I'd be double chugging that bitch. Here, Jared, Hang stick on. your lips around this bottle. <laughs> half on. of the wine is is for me, and I think I think he half of it was stuff that he picked out. But I bet he drinks last time we went to that that vineyard was like two years ago, and it's not that far away. But for some reason, we just don't go very often. <clears throat> when we hmm. go, we're like, let's. And we're going all out. We're buying it. Hey, you, you know one Speak, place I've never of, been in my entire of, life. Speaking uh, of begging, uh, I I still haven't <laughs> heard from Kenny. Has anyone heard from Kenny? Oh my god! I heard god. from Kenny. <laughs> I still. It's a week now, and I haven't heard from Kenny. I've heard from Kenny. Kenny, if he's you're probably, out there, scratch the wall or something. <laughs> he's probably ghosting you because you keep asking. <laughs> just inquiring minds want to know. I just you just know, concerned. Just, also, just to clear the record. Jared and I did not get married last weekend. What? It was one of our friends that got married. Well, what are we going to do with this wedding gift that we ordered you from the jerk-off palace? Well, you can send it to me early. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, early. Uh-oh. She's, are, she's still wanna, wanting it, apparently. Do you want to break saying. news here? Is there some news you want to break here? <laughs> what, what it is, is, is when you, when you get this, is you're going to open the package, but Jared's going to receive the package. <laughs> 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 well, what's that what's that oh, I, I think also, I just heard another bottle open back there sorry Jared <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to ask you guys a question because you keep asking about um, or saying that you've never heard of weddings that last more than a day I've never Which, by heard the of a way, wedding lasting more than a day Me by neither. the way this one did not it was a regular one day wedding but how did Nebraska. you guys need six days six days to get there and back then if it was a one day we didn't wedding? need six days we drove there went to the wedding and drove home it seemed like mm. it was six days you were gone an awfully long time. i think i think there's some you guys are just you know here. we've already yeah. established that i'm the organized one so i don't expect you to uh, to remember you know, what days I've traveled and, you know, well, when I'm back. I huh. think that the whole but truth isn't being told here. I, I do have so a too. question, though. I think it's I suspect a like a motherfucker. Do you guys, do you guys celebrate Oktoberfest? No. Not you at all. You I don't even know what that is. You can't unless you're in Bavaria. It's, Everything's yeah, okay. a sham. It's a Everything's that's, a sham. that's fair. We're, it's fake here, but... You guys don't you, really. I don't, I don't even know what Oktoberfest is. When what I is lived it? in Germany, I celebrated Oktoberfest every year. Well, I mean, I'd I've heard the name. I've heard the words Oktoberfest, and I know that Sam Adams makes a beer called Oktoberfest, but I don't know actually know what it is. What do you set around? And eat a lot of apples or something? Yeah. No, what it's it? like a. It turned into like a, a beer festival, a beer festival thing. But what I wanted to tell you 
relating back to the wedding situation is that you got 18 inch sausages at this at this place (laughs) maybe i don't know (laughs) oktoberfest actually originated from the celebration of a wedding oktoberfest is where you go to drink a little beer yeah god damn i like that jesus that's not a little beer that is for the advanced that's a small beer (laughs) for your amateur right there yeah i was i was stationed in germany for seven years used to we have Bavaria was my home away from home we have a bunch of friends here who are stationed there uh, they loved germany go drink these by i don't know they used to be like five marks which is like two buck two dollars and something for real yeah whatever you know you know what's really weird maybe maybe it's just me but you know for a country that nearly conquered the entire globe and we and we stopped them from doing such of a thing um americans really love germany oh yeah i mean i've not heard anybody i've not heard anybody that's been there that hasn't loved that no i no. if if uh yeah yeah if not for one or two things that happened I'd, i'd be living there now wow if this Percy ever kicks fan. me out, that's probably where I'm going. There wow. Yeah, Japan. our friends here loved it there. Everyone I Farfing know that's stationed there loved it. Yeah, they Go. know how to make Volkswagens, that's for sure. They can get a Volkswagen <laughs> and a beer <laughs> and a sausage. So, I think it's those big sausages that keep people there. The bratwurst, baby. The big brat. So I need to, I need to give a shout-out to uh, Jared Weems. So... If any of you uh, out there listening in uh, Five Dirty Bikers podcast land uh, don't know already, we're doing a charity bike build. And Jared Weems has uh, been working on this bike with his son. These have been some great videos. And uh, he's cutting that thing up already. So if you haven't already, go out, watch his video, tell him the Five Dirty Bikers sent sent you guys. Comment on his video. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a like because he's really he's out there. He's doing the work, and uh, that that bike is coming along. So actually, been, I think the hardtail's on it. I think yeah, it's been see? welded on. Yeah, right. I so I mean, so. that's what that's what I'm saying. Get out there and check out these videos because it, it's work is happening. Things are things are moving. It's happening. Along. Things are happening. It's kind of like they after are. you. <laughs> kind of like after you eat some of those uh, Chinese buffet foods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a better one than hot. I wings. passed yeah. that the other day, and I just started laughing <laughs> when I drove past that oh, place. Dude, I that, was like, "What that, the fuck are we yeah. thinking?" I know. You, you want to recommended that? I could have told you from the get go. This was a bad fucking idea. Tony and I were walking in, and Tony's like, "This is a terrible idea." I'm like, <laughs> "Well, this is where everybody wants to go," and he's like, "This is a fucking terrible idea." <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I come to find out. You know, after we we ate there and came out and, you know, I'm sure everybody's heard, I had to piss and we were all out in the parking lot. So I went behind some trailer that was over there and took a piss in the parking lot. Little did I know, Jay Sherman took pictures of me pissing back there. And now I come to find out when we were in South Dakota this weekend that my friend Bob also took pictures of me pissing behind that trailer. (laughs) So I feel like these motherfuckers are holding on to this evidence for some type of blackmail situation. Well, at least you didn't shit yourself behind the trailer because that was probably... At least I didn't. I mean, They're not holding on to it, Ryan, because I've seen these pictures on Discord. Well, I I have seen one picture, and it was the one that Jay had. I didn't know that Bob had pictures, and I said, listen, here, motherfucker. Maybe you should conceal yourself a little bit more when you urinate. Instead of hey, just pissing out in the middle of the crowd of people. It's hard when you check out this, un- boys. It's hard when you unleash a baby's arm to take a leap. <laughs> <Shit>. uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they got Be that lucky to clear your camera. zipper. 
Listen, there was no telephoto lens being used. <laughs> Can somebody stick their thumb it wasn't up my like ass to get this to pop out? Car his things are larger than they appear. That's it. <laughs> How did we go from the El Diablo to? Well, you see him pull out one of those fucking of mirrors. Peeing. That's on a fucking like an antenna you pull out so you can see what you're doing. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. De- the dental mirrors. <laughs> yeah, the dental mirror. It's in there somewhere. Had to use yeah. one of those little magnetic things to pull yeah. it out by the little choke collar. <laughs> I'll tell you how we got there. I'll tell you how we got there, Percy, because in every podcast, if we don't have at least one dick joke, it's not a podcast. No, yeah. the dick jokes are timeless. I mean, come yeah. on <laughs> you can't You can't go wrong with the good. Speaking of a dick joke. <laughs> oh god this isn't even a joke but the guy i work with he went and saw a band right i'm not gonna name the opening band because it's it's foul but the but the, the band he went to see but the opening band the name of the band was dick delicious and the tasty <laughs> testicles <laughs> was the music any good you know it's it's punk rock stuff you know it's you know, but they instead of selling shirts, they sold a semen rag. Oh my no, god! Oh no! <laughs> yes. Oh, dick delicious and the tasty testicles. So, mm. any of you all have ever heard their music? I apologize. I hope a groupie named that band. <laughs> 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 but I, the the marketing was genius. <laughs> wow. That is uh so are all their is all their songs? Have you heard any of their music? Is it I've never heard anything. This was just this was what we talk about at work today. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, wow. so it was a little more colorful than delicious. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit more colorful than uh, <laughs> what I'm saying on the podcast here because I don't want to catch a charge. But you mean, the band, you mean the name of the band was was worse? No, than that? but as far as we went with it, it was yeah. We would have yeah. been we would have caught a charge. It definitely. <laughs> I'm glad we don't have an HR department out on the job site. <laughs> Not yet. Because <laughs> we would be highly offensive. But wow. yeah, good for them. Dick delicious. So, so Brittany, I, I know that you won't ride more than 300 miles a day on your bike. Will you drive more than 300 miles a day in your car? More <laughs> than 300 miles. Uh, of course I will. I've done that many times. Well, I was just checking because I, I, I didn't know. I mean, I, I figured that that's probably why it took you guys six days to make that trip because if it was 900 <laughs> it was miles to where you're going, days. it probably took you two days to get there. It takes 14 hours to drive back to Jared's hometown. So speaking of bikes, are, 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 are you going to sell that Sportster? No. It just sets in the garage, doesn't it? You don't, you don't ride it. Right now it is. It just sets there. You're, you're going to let it go to shit. And My sport glide is still, you know, it's like the new fun thing. So I usually just hop on that. Okay. You will not ride that sportster. I'm telling you, you won't ride it anymore. You'll, no, you'll get on that sportster it and it'll times. be like <laughs> driving down the street. Try to put a <laughs> bottle few, of wine on it. Yeah. The couple times that I did ride it, actually, I still absolutely love that motorcycle. And I still don't want to get rid of it. Um, and I know... Quit telling know, yourself like, lies. Talking, Knock down that wall of denial. I love it. I really do. <laughs> hey, and Brittany, it, you know what you should... It was actually more comfortable in some ways uh, going on the long trip than the Sport Glide. Or, yeah, the Sport Glide is. I'm going to rename your Sportster. You know what I'm going to name it? What? Paint job. 
Paint you sell exports, sir. You can job. you can get a paint job for your sport glide. I'm gonna call that thing paint paint job until you sell it. Well, all right. You could sell that sport, sir, and get a get a nice custom paint job for your sport glide. <laughs> and I know you want to get a custom paint job for your sport glide. So see now that's all you're gonna see when you look at that sport, sir, is a paint job that honestly, could be on your sport glide. Honestly, the what I want to do most right now with it is put mid controls on it because after, I think it'll be a better seating position for me. After yeah, that'll, you, after that'll help you, you saw brace that, for your head bobble. Exactly. You to, yeah. After you saw that purple sport glide that I that I saw in South Dakota, I know you want to you want a custom paint job even hey, more. Hey, that now. one actually did look pretty sweet. It did. You should. It was you should have seen it in person. Hey, Tony, I was going to tell you too. I saw a lowrider a, a lowrider S at uh, this dealership, the Black Hills Harley dealer. Number one, the Black Hills Harley dealer, uh, their showroom, gigantic. I bet yeah, you there was three, 300 or more bikes in there. It's but what was even crazier about it is we were there, right, say two, three weeks after Sturgis, there was maybe five new bikes. That whole place was filled with used bikes. Apparently, they sold 300 bikes this year. God damn. Wow. So you go in there. There's almost no new bikes because everything well, I mean, they had was you, was traded. You lost. You had something to tell me. Now you've gone I, off. I on did. A Let me give me give me this. Give me a second. God so we it. go. It's all it's all of these all of these crazy crazy uh, trade in bikes that were traded in for, for from Surges, and so we were looking for the new bikes, and we ha- actually happened to see a uh, the the military trike. You've seen the new trike with the military paint theme. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we walked over that direction, and there was two lowrider S's in a row. There was uh, a black one and a gray one like yours, and uh, the gray one had the same kind of bullet fairing that it comes that it comes stock with. But the first thing I noticed was that it had a had a custom seat on it, and the stitching was a, almost a fluorescent yellow. Then, if you look at the rest of the bike, the whole bike was pinstriped with this fluorescent yellow, and not like the filigree old school pinstripe. It was new school pinstriping that followed the lines of the bike, that went around the rim of the tire, that followed the went um, across the fairing, uh, down the tank, and went around the tank and had a new Harley logo put on it with the yellow pinstriping. Down the tank, down the side, the little side case that that was said something on it, and then down the belt guard on it. it had, so I had this fluorescent yellow pinstriping on your gray bike. That thing was so dope looking. It was very, very cool. What's that? Yellow? Yeah, it was fluorescent yellow. I never would have thought, yeah, yeah, thought yellow. Yeah, and, yellow and the, the cool thing about it was is that. They had it next to the black lowrider S that was right next to it, exact same price. So they had a custom bike with custom pinstriping, and it was the exact same price as the black one next to it. Hmm. And it was and it was factory. It was the it was the factory price. They didn't have it. They weren't gouging you. I've been going round and round trying to add a splash of color on my bike, and I can't land on one. I think they had, this one was fluorescent yellow, and it looked really, really good. I can't believe what yellow kind of, what are you either either yellow it? or orange would be what I would go with highlight on that uh, yeah. on that gray. But can can we can we go back and talk about the delicious dick and tasty tactical test? Yeah, I literally just <laughs> yeah, because because I, I I I looked it up because you know I I like to fill my head with useless information. Yeah, uh, Do you actually, Google delicious dick. I, I did. You're lucky. <laughs> and I got the, they have a Wikipedia page. 
Oh, <laughs> no, actually, I have shit. a Wiki, Wikipedia page. The the band formed in um, 1992. Wow. They released three albums. Should be old Delicious Dick then. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, they, they apparently split up and then reformed in 2011 with the guitarist from the Nashville Pussies. That's who he went and saw. That was the band. Nashville yeah. Pussy was was the band and Dick Delicious opened. So they, they reformed with members of the Nashville Pussy and released their fourth album in 2011 on Slinging Pig Records. Now, get this. Their wow. fourth album went on to sell a negative number of copies. That's how good and delicious <laughs> Dick and his tasty tes testicles were. They sold a negative number of, album of albums. Yeah. So they had to give albums away to get people to buy them. Mm, yep. They gave something away. Wow. Yeah. So wow. there you go, listeners. That's Dick Delicious and the Tasty Testicles. <laughs> These are probably not people that we want propagating our species. Just saying. I don't think that we'll have them. Probably guess, gonna track uh, down Percy. That, that show. I don't want anything to do with them or the Nashville Pussies. No. <laughs> I, based on when the band was formed, Dave, I don't think you have anything to worry about. They're not gonna run you down anytime soon. Well, that's true. That's mm. true. So there Dick you go. Delicious. Well, thank yeah. you for that tidbit of information well, that, you we, know, couldn't, I, that's that what we couldn't live you're, without. You're welcome. Wait a minute! You didn't look that shit up, dude. No, you were just I didn't. Telling but nasty I brought up. I it. brought up Dick Delicious. Oh, it wasn't for me. You wouldn't <laughs> have known anything about the dish. The delicious dick. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the delicious dick and the testicles that are tasty. I'm I'm getting this distinct impression from Brittany this week that she's kind of thinking maybe I should have been at another wedding this week, or maybe <laughs> I should buy an iPhone. <laughs> maybe I should buy not, an iPhone. You know, there's happening. new ones coming out right. Yeah, now. the 14 is going to be coming right out. There's a new Google phone coming out soon, and I might get that one. Nice. Oh, I heard. You know what? I, I did. I They have a new name for that. What is that one called? It's called the Google piece of shit. I think yeah, that's it's what called the POS. They don't have an iOS system. They have a POS system. A on POS that system. That <laughs> 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 no, we're just, just, just keeping it real. When keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> We're keeping it real goes wrong. So, Brittany, you've never I don't think you've adequately explained to us why it is that you actually like the Google phone over an iPhone. Have you used an iPhone? I've used like other So that's a no. IPhones. Okay, so why did you pick the Google phone then? <laughs> we really care about had, what you uh, say. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, you didn't even let me answer. I had an iPod for actually I think I still have that. I don't know. That's not an iPhone. Good. You, that's you not an iPhone. You can't make phone calls with the old iPod. They have yeah. a similar operating system. Um in the the times that I've used the iPhone, I I just prefer the Android operating system better. That's what that's people what that's, say when that's they have okay. an Android. That's legit. Yeah. That's your. That's like a really, reason. That's a shit reason. That is do. a shit reason. I, that's, you I better just, start I drinking really the Kool Aid, Brittany. Like the iOS <laughs> I don't know, man. It's the, it's the same. One of the one don't. of the main reasons I I threw my Android in the, out the window and, and moved to uh, move the iPhone. You know, you, just you know why? The OS. I, I, I my first smartphone actually was what was an Android phone. And uh, uh, I really loved to turn the phone on and it spoke to me and said droid and made all the weird robot noises <laughs> like a transformer. I fucking love that, right? Except I had that phone for four months and I got the blue screen of death. I mean, yeah. four months and what that was thing was already phone? completely garbage. Yeah. What's that? What phone was it? 
It was the droid, remember? like the 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 droid. There are phones. different types of Android phones, though. It was the droid. The so I, I don't remember Motorola what. Droid? I don't remember what what uh, Motorola droid. Maybe I, I don't remember. But um, the the thing is, is that uh, four months of using it. If your phone can't handle porn for four months, you need to get rid of it <laughs> because there's no reason to have a phone. So you unless heard you it here first, folks. You, you should the not reason be... that Ryan uses iPhone is for porn. Just be, be it's on the record. Porn. He just said it. You should not be watching porn on an Android phone because that shit ain't secure. And there's exactly. no secure. what you'll catch exactly. from those porn sites. Exactly. I, your phone will heard... catch. Your phone will catch the HIV. From one of those, from one of those, uh, put a condom on your phone if you're exactly. going to be You'll get VVD, virtual VD, <laughs> is what you'll get if you do that, it on an that Android. AR VD that you yeah. can put anywhere you point your camera in your house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time you point your camera, whatever you point it at gets herpes. That's, Dave, I have, I've, I think you've brought it up a couple times that uh, iPhones are supposed to be more secure. I, I honestly haven't had any issues with my Android phones. I will say though. That I don't think all manufacturers make a good Android phone. This this is true. And if you ever want to have so, a serious talk about it where we don't bore our listeners, feel free to hit me up. Because I can talk your ear off about the problems. With all I know is about 15 years ago, I was sent out to buy a, an, a laptop and I came back with a power book. And everybody thought I was nuts. <laughs> they were like, why did you buy that? And I was like, this son of a bitch. The guy sold me on it. It like computer wherever I went. He was I was like, God damn, this thing's badass. And I bought the power book and I've haven't owned another computer since. That was still have that power I've book. Heard that oh, really no. was that, and that was was that fifteen years ago? It was something like that. It was a while back, man. I mean See, this Brittany, fucking th- That's fifteen years of porn that didn't yeah. mess up his operating system. <laughs> no. So My I'm just saying secure. It is secure. It is some secure. I'm just stuff. saying. The shit works. I don't know how it works, but it works. And everything works together. And you don't right. have to think about it. This right. is why Tony runs a, a, a technology niche yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah he's, he's just, well Everything informed. works. I, I also, I also works, like, he also does. can't handle calendars, digital calendars. It's because it's a Google calendar. I don't know anything about Google. Right. I, I, I do you like know, the idea Google. too. <laughs> and all their fucking little bull. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> I like it too when uh, you know we have a phone and it has that little find my phone feature and so I just I just tap it into my wife and when I'm on on the road she'll like call me and she'll be like are you tap, okay hang on what, say that again well yeah, you know you do really the, you just that give her sounded, permission you give them permission okay because you what you actually said was you tap the phone into your wife mm-hmm. is what you, you said is that what so I said what you did yeah, you did it was, whoa, whoa, whoa. It, was, it was a little let's, creepy yeah, let's, let's, not, let's, let's not correct that because because I, I know miss miss uh kid Bodo 22 and she would not allow that to happen she would not you're right she wouldn't but let let me say this she she uses this this find my phone feature and she'll call me if i'm on the road and she'll be like are you okay i'll be like yeah i'm fine she's like because your 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 uh location hasn't moved in a few minutes nicole i'm getting gas we're we're all right i'm not dead in a ditch anywhere but uh, but i like the idea that she can that she can check in when i'm on the road and make sure that everything looks okay and that kind of stuff what's up trying to keep your android working feature yeah, Google copied that, that yeah. feature. Yeah, you know, well, fuck Google. They still have fuck it. Google. Fuck <laughs> Google. Actually, though, the location tracking is r- really handy, though. It is nice. We've used that, too, like when we've... Yeah, well, travel. Apple invented the GPS. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right? 
don't care if I invented it. I'm just saying it's really handy to have. <laughs> no, they didn't invent it. I, I will say they this. They just optimized I've, it. I've used both Google Maps on my phone, and I've used the Apple Maps on my phone. And this is honest-to-God truth. Apple Maps have, has never taken me down a wrong road or in the wrong direction. And Google Maps, literally three well, weeks ago. Dr- send you in a lake. Yes. Google Maps three it, weeks ago sent, sent Nick and I and Bob completely the wrong direction. Like, literally, we were supposed to be going north, and Google Maps sent us south. I'm like, I was looking at the directions. I was looking at Nick's one. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I'm like, we are not even going in the right direction. I'm like, <laughs> we are 20 miles the wrong direction. I've never used the Apple Maps, but I I will admit that sometimes Google navigation will fuck you over. They I'll tell you what they they will, I, I swear I have heard it say up. the wrong direction multiple times. They'll both do it. That you know, that's a good topic for a future episode. Let us know if you want to hear about that. What, what do how what do we use and what options are out there for navigation when you're on a trip? Because the only depending thing, on the conditions, yeah, you might have the a only thing. Answer. The only thing I wish that that iPhone would do uh, for Apple Maps is uh, I wish that they would use some of their quadrillion quadrillion dollars that they have, and I want them to pay Samuel L. Jackson to give me my instructions on my <laughs> Apple Maps. I would love to because have I would too. love to be riding my motorcycle and he amazing. says, "Turn left right now, motherfucker." <laughs> you used to be able to get the Samuel L. Jackson voice for ways. Oh man, their packs. But yeah, that, so that was another thing that came out this week, and you know maybe we should wait and have volts on to talk about this. But one of the new features of the new iPhone is the uh, built-in capab- capabilities to use satellite. So if you get out, which is you know can happen to us, we're out on the road, we're riding, we're in the middle of nowhere, you've got no cell reception, you can't get data or anything. Um, at least with the the new uh, iPhone release, you'd be able to make a. Yeah, but you also there's some caveats of how that shit works too. You need to have some Reynolds wrap, and somebody has to put your penis in their mouth, (laughs) and you have to point the phone at a certain direction. Don't don't go to Tony Cox for tech tips. (laughs) That's the wrong tip to go to to Tony Cox for. Just saying what I heard. I don't know if it's true. It's just what I heard. Volts and I can lead a discussion around that because clearly you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Somebody's got to put their penis in your mouth. I heard it was called fellatio SOS. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? You're wrong. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, on on that note, you guys, I think fellatio SOS is probably where we should stop. I think I think we I think we've gone to the end of the road. <laughs> if you're using Fellatio SOS to find your way out of a bad mm. situation, <laughs> and this this comes from the guy that dresses up like a fucking glory hole, <laughs> we should not be surprised. You know the guy that it's works ju- with him just went to what was the name of that band? The Dick Ticklers and the what was it's, the name of it? It's just what I heard. You don't have to go to the races with it. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I heard reception was a little hard to get, so you had to have like an extender. Mm. Just saying. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Cox. You're welcome. Mm. I say good day. <laughs> I, think, I think it's time for us all to say good day. <laughs> Where there you go, everybody. Hope you uh, enjoyed this episode of the Five Beauty Bikers podcast. Uh, we will be heading to Waynesville next week. 
um, actually, you know, after the next podcast comes out. So this one comes out on Monday. And the next one after that, we will be uh, in Waynesville at Hogs and Frogs. And so, as we always say, you guys, keep it dirty. Are you following the Five Dirty Bikers on social media? Find us on Facebook and look us up on Instagram and TikTok at Five Dirty Bikers.